You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young, and we are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan. And our guest today is, wait, he has a pretty awesome name. His name is Michael Smoke, which I think is just badass to have your name Smoke. But anyways, um, let's talk a little bit about what he does. So Charlotte has a lot of breweries, but in Pineville, they just have one. And uh, I just recently moved down to South Charlotte. This is the closest brewery to me, which I'm super excited about. Now, there's a lot of places that serve craft beer, but Pineville has one brewery and they actually had to go to town council and get some rules changed so they could even brew beer in town limits. Now, in Charlotte, you probably think that's crazy because we have a ton of breweries, but spoiler alert, they got it and they're open and they're rocking and rolling and we're we're excited to, to learn a little bit more about their brand. Now, this whole idea started when three people wanted to open a brewery, realized that Pineville didn't have one and that they needed one. And uh, it all makes sense. And, you know, what a better place to open a brewery than uh, than a place that has an amazing view on a par three driving range or a par three uh, golf course, which also has a driving range. I think it's genius. Definitely genius. So we're excited to hear what Michael and his team are doing. Uh, we're so excited to have him on the Brand Builders podcast and learn a little bit more about Middle James Brewing, which is the name, which is right in Pineville. So thank you and welcome to the Brand Builders podcast, Michael Smoke. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Michael. Glad you're here, man. Thank Long you. time coming, and uh, we're excited to share your story. And and so I'm I'm curious. Lots of breweries are clustered together, and you can walk foot traffic, sort of hop around and and check it out. Your concept's a little different. You're near a golf course, correct? You got correct. And correct. so are you? Are you? Uh, was that specifically designed for that reason to get that foot traffic? Or uh, tell us a little bit how you landed in the space and area you did. It um it was it wasn't planned you know to be by a golf course it was just kind of coincidence and uh, that's the building we found first it's the first building we looked at um, it's the first building we were you know we wanted and uh, you know having the having our deck overlook the uh, driving range in the you know the par three was just an added bonus really. Now, did you have that conversation with the guy who owns that and said, "Hey, buddy, I'm about to put a brewery upstairs and uh, it's going to be sick." Yeah, well, it's our landlord. So. Oh, <laughs> hey! Don't that, damn, he loved it. Then oh, he's yeah. like, "Thank God." Yeah, yeah, he he was he's he's happy. That's yeah. awesome. So, tell me how the idea happened. Like, tell me a little bit about your background, what your story was. You know, we've had a couple of breweries on here. I think it's fascinating to see people that go from just maybe loving beer to then maybe having a home brew and then maybe having a conversation with friends in a garage and all of a sudden, boom. They own a brewery. It's 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 wild. Tell us how did you get into this? When did you fall in love with beer? And ultimately, like when did you decide to say, "Damn, let's start a brewery"? Um, it was probably about eight years ago. Um, my wife and I just went to Asheville, went on one of the beer you know tour things, and uh, uh, it was at Pisca Brewing in Asheville that you know I was you know. I heard their story, just started as home brewers. My dad used to home brew all the time, you know, even when we lived back in Ohio. And uh, after that trip and after going to Pisgah, I was like, uh, hey, man, can you, you know, teach me how to brew? I know you've done it in the past. And, you know, my dad's an engineer, so he built all these kettles for me and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I started with some uh, extract kits and uh, moved my way up to all grain and, you know, started, you know, changing the recipes a little bit and, you know, ended up with, uh, you know, some, some of them that, you know, were my, my homebrew staples. And, uh, then I moved down to, uh, you know, Waxhaw and, uh, oh, met Josh Dernosik, who you guys know and has been on here. And, uh, 
you know, he, my pale ale, he was like, you got to enter this in the contest. You got to enter this in the contest. And, you know, I, that, I wasn't looking for that, but he was uh, real persistent in me doing it. I entered into uh, a Cheer Char- Charlotte uh, podcast, uh, Cheer Charlotte podcast, their homebrew competition. Uh, I ended up winning that and I got to brew my beer at uh, one of the bigger breweries in Charlotte. Um, so when I did that, um, I met uh, my partner, Andrew, uh, who is the head brewer there. He's, you know, he's got a brewing degree from Vermont. So, uh, you know, he he knows his stuff. And uh, him and I just started talking more and more. And, uh, you know, I, you know, at that point, you know, in my head, I always wanted a sports themed brewery, really. And um, I was like something different. You know, I think it'll work. It's what my, me and my friends want to go do is drink good beer and watch games. So uh, that's what I like to do. And I was like, you know, there's great breweries in Charlotte, great breweries in South End. I'd like to be on the outside of 485. And he actually lives in Pineville. And he was like, I'm in. And uh, so it took about, it, you know, we probably started that conversation two, two and a half years ago. And then uh, took us a long time in construction and uh, finally opened in uh, August. What was that like? Uh, you know, it's one thing brewing beer in your garage or your house or whatever, but it's another thing to really write out a business plan and implement it and actually make it happen. Yeah, it uh, it, it it was uh, it was fun until and then it got you know then then you you know you know try to go get a loan. And then you get the loan. Then you sign for the loan. You're like, oh, this is really going to do this. Really yeah. <laughs> then you sign the lease for the place. You're like, I guess, I guess we're doing this, man. But uh, this all is, in, this yeah, is happening. You're right, right. And then uh, so it's uh, it was fun, and uh, you know, I, I've never written a business plan before, but uh, you know, the one we submitted to the bank, they they thought it was good enough, apparently. So uh, you know, they gave us a loan, and uh, then we started, you know, construction right after that. So, I mean, that's that's an awesome story. Um, do, does your dad still play a role in in helping, you know, kind of develop the beers? Because I think a lot of people and I remember I got like this uh, my brew kit like back from like my girlfriend when I was like 21 years old. And I was like, this is sick. I'm going to make my own You're beer. You were 19. No I was like 16. <laughs> and I was like, I'm gonna, this is going to be sick. And I, I remember I brewed my own beer and I think I was the only one that thought it was good. <laughs> Everybody was like, this is disgusting. I was like, this is awesome. Like, but I never really, you know, dreamed of like actually opening up a brewery, but like, that's how yours started. And obviously you had more influence with your dad, but I guess it's just, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious as to, uh, does your dad play a role in, in the beers now? Because it seems like it's all pure off one beer and then now it's like cultivated into an entire brewery. Uh, yeah, we're actually, uh, going to brew one of his recipes, Sweet. um, probably in January, um, and he, I mean, they still, my parents still live in Myrtle Beach, but uh, with having the kids and everything, they're up a whole lot. And uh, my dad's basically our uh, handyman on on call. So uh, anything that needs fixed, because I, I can't do much, you know, and Andrew's a lot better than with uh, fixing stuff. But uh, if we need any kind of electrical or anything like that, uh, my dad's our, our cheap call. So he was so proud of you, and now he's like, damn it, I got a job. No, that's that, that, that's 100%. Those exact words come out of his mouth a lot. It's like, I never, I never knew my son owning a brewery would be so damn hard. That's 100%. So yeah, so he gets he gets free beer for life. For, uh, oh, because 
Well, way to go, Dad. <laughs> that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Um, well, as a new father, that's fantastic. I think that's so cool. That kind of something that your dad was passionate about, you became passionate about, and now it's turned into uh, its own business. And I think that's really what we want to dive into a little bit more um, is go through the process of that. I think there's a lot of people out there that are listening to this podcast that get inspiration from leaders and really the people that just say, like, I'm not going to dream of something. I'm going to go do it. Right. And the people that create action. And I think this day and age, it might not be easier, but you have more access to resources that, and, and maybe people that are challenging you to do that. And like it's, it's not this go to some job you hate for 40 hours a week and clock in and clock out and like this is life and this is the way it has to be. I think there's a lot of people that challenge that notion. And I think we bring a lot of them on this podcast and it's cool um, to have those conversations. So what I want to do is dive into like, what was the process of actually opening the brewery? I know that you guys had to go through a lot of, I don't want to say legal issues because that's probably not the right word, but what was different in Pineville than the city of Charlotte as far as getting those permits? And with you being the first brewery, do you think that will open up the door for a lot of other ones in that area as well? Um, the process was uh, the city of Pineville just didn't uh, they just didn't have breweries allowed and um, or manufacturing of alcohol. I, don't, I can't remember what it what it actually read, but basically it wasn't that it sounds a lot cooler of what we did than what it really was. I, they uh, they knew they needed to change it. So we had a petition it. Um, went to a lot of, um, um, you know, town meetings and all that, told them what we wanted to do, told them where we were going to be. And to be honest, they, they approved it immediately, you know, so it wasn't like this big fight or anything. It was, it was pretty easy, but it just sounds cool that we had to petition it to get it changed. And yeah, it's, uh, you know, any brewery that wants to go there now won't have to go through the same thing. So it'll be a, uh, you know, it's a, it's an open, open area now. Have you had anybody contact you the, that wanted to discuss opening another brewery in Pineville or, or get ideas from that perspective? Uh, no, not in Pineville. You know, we, you know, Andrew and I went through a lot to uh, get it open, whether it was through construction or, you know, other things. But uh, so we've had people ask us, you know, our opinion on stuff, but it wasn't for specifically Pineville. Well, that's an interesting thing that you bring up. We've had a couple of different breweries on here, and I, I think it, everybody could kind of look at, you know, the old Mecklenburgs, the Triple C's, the ones that were kind of the OGs. And I know I'm missing a lot there. I'm missing a lot of them there. Um, but I, I feel like that that whole thing from a craft beer freedom and and everybody kind of comes together. And although they are competition, they really ultimately want the industry to be great. And whether that's doing collaborations, whether that's brewmasters, you know, meeting up and, and just having discussions on what they're doing right in a brewery. So that's like the cool thing about like the family of Charlotte. Cause I, I love a bunch of different breweries and I've been to yours a couple of times. I love it. Um, but it's neat to be able to go to a different brewery and have a different taster or, or go to a place and have a completely different type of type of country feel, right? Like OMB that has that German vibe. Now I'm with you, Michael, I love sports and I love beer, but those didn't really go together in a lot of different places. Like I'm not going to go do a place that has one TV on Sunday if I like, no, I have to watch all the NFL games. So I applaud you for having that. Um, so tell us like when you got this place open, you said your landlord uh, owns that building, owns the golf course. What was that conversation like when you found that building? Did you know instantly like this is where we want it? And what was that process of finding the location? To be honest, I, Andrew and I found it like on a Google search and yeah, like we didn't even have a realtor at the time or anything like that. So we found it. One of my best friends is a uh, commercial realtor and I was like, Hey, can you uh, get us into this building? And uh, so we, it took a long time to get uh, the lease straightened out. But um, once we stepped 
foot in it, and it was kind of it used to be the uh, like the clubhouse for the for the golf stuff because there used to be a uh, there also used to be a putt putt course next to us. Okay. So they had like a whole clubhouse feel to it, and uh, so it already had a kitchen, already had the bathrooms, and it was kind of divided like a bar would be. And um, and then after that, I think it switched to a it looked more like a um, darts and billiards kind of place. So it was a little sketchy. But, uh, <laughs> you and, saw the vision. Uh, yeah, right. That's right. But uh, the way it was set up, um, it was a pretty, you know, we walked through it, you know, the where the tap room is kind of hangs over the golf stuff. So we knew we couldn't put the tanks on that side. So we kind of already, you know, had it in our head what it would look like. And, uh, you know, we went and saw that building which was the first one we looked at and we went and saw one others, but we always came back to that one and, you know, it needed a lot of work and we basically gutted the whole thing. And, but, uh, but we're happy the way it looks now. Did you have experience doing all of this? No, like- none. I do. My, my job that pays me is medical sales. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I have no. So not- you're not managing folks. You're not hiring and firing folks in your, well, in your, I, in your I, day I do, job. No, I, I do do that because I do gotcha. have some employees that work there. So that part, wasn't but coming to a construction stuff i have no idea I, I know a lot now though yeah i was gonna say so you're kind of shooting in the dark on some of yeah, this but I mean, you just but you just make it happen yeah you just uh you know i have a lot of friends that are in that kind of industry so i asked a lot of questions you know they sat down with me and you know went through it and we just uh but other than that we winged it <laughs> i think a lot of it's gut you yeah know, just business right, in but, general i mean yeah you know we we ran into a a ton of construction issues, um, you know, electrical, plumbing. I mean, we ran into everything. It was a disaster, to be honest. And uh, but we learned we learned a lot from it. And uh, you know, if we ever open a second location or anything like that, we're going to be really good at reading more those efficient. plans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where'd the middle? Where'd where'd the name Middle James come from? Uh, it's mine and Andrew's middle name. Well, there you go. And it's uh, both of our dad's first names. It's my son's middle name. It's his son's first name. So you know. It means something to us. It's, you know, basically kind of both of our family names, you know, is James Heavy. So uh, that's that's where we went with it. I love that. Awesome. I didn't that's even know where cool. that was going to go. Um, <laughs> but I love that. So tell us a little bit. Uh, I've been um, to your location, like I said, and I love it. And uh, I've had a beer, which you told me you're changing the name. But uh, it was it's called Holy <laughs> Bananas, which was delicious. Uh, and they, you guys have like this kind of like unique vibe that's a little bit different than all the other breweries. I think that's what makes breweries awesome, right? right? Is that you're not just going to the same place and drinking the same exact beer. They're all different. They all have their own vibe. So tell us like what are kind of the beers that you guys are brewing uh, right now? And like what's the future of the beers at Middle James? Well, we have uh, f- we're going to have four, uh, you know, flagship beers that we'll have on all the time. It'll be our Hefeweizen, which is called Holy Bananas. But we're probably going to change that because people think we actually put bananas in it. Um, and, and that puts them off, even though that flavor comes from the yeast. Um, we'll have our pale ale, our, uh, our Mark IPA and I can't think of the other one anyway. Oh, and our Kolsch, our Kolsch always may on. Um, and then, uh, we do a, uh, rotating series on our new England IPAs. Uh, they're called highly dramatic and there's volume one, two, three. Uh, three's in the tank right now. It'll come out on, I think, Monday. Um, and we have uh, an Imperial Porter called Carlava. We have um, a Strawberry Hefeweizen. And uh, we have a Wit coming out next week. 
and our cinnamon sweet potato blonde has been our best seller the last month and that uh we just re remade that as well wait what mm. was that cinnamon sweet, sweet potato, potato blonde oh yeah oh <laughs> that was that was a quick seller i mean it, it sold out real fast and, and we have a pretty decent sized system that's delicious it. right yeah, it has to be yeah, delicious it's really good. it was our fall beer and did you yeah, bring me any of that today? We, we ran out. Yeah, where's the samples, bro? <laughs> when, when come, that sounds like something you could drink in the morning. You know what I mean? When I come pick up my shirts next week or whatever, I'll bring you guys some. It'll, it'll be back on. Yeah. Now, are you guys serving food too? Yeah, we have a, a full kitchen. We have a chef. Um, so we have a full menu, you know, salads, appetizers, sandwiches. Um, you know, Monday night we do prime rib. Um, Tuesdays we do $2 tacos. Wednesday we do um, our chef... Uh, has been rolling sushi his whole life. So on Wednesdays we do sushi and um, um, ramen. Oh, that's so, awesome! Uh, so it's like an izakaya night, you know, is what he calls it. So it's a bunch of uh, Japanese Asian foods that uh, he's made his whole life. So uh, then Thursdays we do, uh, I think nachos or something like that, like steak nachos. And so yeah, you know, it's. It's nice having a kitchen. Um, I don't have to, you know, worry about food trucks or anything like that. And, uh, you know, we have a staple menu, but he also uh, changes it up a lot and, you know, tries a lot of, you know, different things. So it's uh, it's pretty So pretty you work good. to pair it with, like, tasting the beer yeah. and oh, all yeah. of it go yeah. together kind yeah. of thing. Yep, yeah. sure do. You know, we have, a, we have a beer cheese that, you know, obviously uses our own stuff. And that's, I mean, that's been, like, people love that. That beer cheese. They it's want delicious. It. <laughs> I was about to comment. You beat me to it. Yeah. What? It really is that. It's everybody says they do a beer cheese, but theirs is legit. It's really good. Yeah, that's been yeah. the uh, favorite from a lot of people. Are you doing music and other cool things? Yeah, we, we do music on uh, uh, Friday nights. Um, so we have uh, you know two uh, high school girls called uh, Sunrise in the Smoke tonight. Um, but yeah, we every Friday night we try to get somebody in there. Um, play acoustic our uh our um you know we we can't hold a band in there it's too too loud with concrete floors and you know a metal ceiling right so, so you just said smoke are you singing with them no, no. <laughs> no nobody wants that just kidding <laughs> nobody just kidding. wants that um so that's really cool so tell us a little bit you know with with where you're at we had this conversation before you know you guys have, have just kind of opened but you're kind of getting you know your feet wet now you know, what's the future of, of your brewery? Um, do you do you think there'll be additional locations? And I guess, like, you know, are you also taking your beer and, and having that in restaurants and things that are local? Um, tell us kind of what the next step is for, for your brewery. Uh, we haven't started uh, distributing yet, but uh, um, but we, if people come in and ask for it and they own a tap house or even a restaurant, then, you know, we'll, we'll sell it to them. Um, but we haven't gone out and actively sold anything you know it's better for us if we sell it in the tap room and uh we've had a uh, pretty good success of doing that so far so that's you know we're gonna hold off on you know doing actual sales calls and stuff until uh until we you know can make enough beer that it's, we need to get it out of the out of the cooler <laughs> and right. uh um but our you know i don't think we'll have a second location anytime soon but uh we do hope to develop the uh grass area next to us into like an outdoor beer garden and volleyball courts and cornhole you know and all that kind of stuff with a stage for bands and stuff like that Ah. so that that's our next step and not not kind of like a second location but it's 
right out the door. <laughs> is that and that's all that whole property, including the CrossFit gym, is that all owned by the same, the same guy? Yeah. So yeah. is he on board to like take that grass area? Yeah, because it's not that's used for awesome. anything. So uh, that's huge too. Yeah. Like that would be that would be a game changer. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. it'll make hopefully it'll make it more of a destination to come and uh, you know outdoor seating, bands, volleyball, and all that kind of stuff. So that's our that's our hope. Um, have uh, or are you guys going to develop the the two beers and a bucket of balls? You know, like are we going to combo this up? We, we like, do. We have oh, a, fantastic. We have a. Uh, Call, I'm in. Let's go. Yeah. You get, uh, right now from uh, Monday through Friday, I think it is. Uh, if you buy a beer or a crawler from us, uh, you get a uh, three dollars off your bucket of balls downstairs. Nice. That's awesome. You guys are going to be packed in the spring when it gets uh, when it gets warm. Um, so before we, we kind of close this down, I think, you know, we definitely want to drive people there. What, Hey, where is the actual location of your brewery? So people that are listening that might not be aware of it, know. and then what's the best way to follow your story, get in contact with you guys and ultimately just come check it out. Uh, we're at 400 North Polk street in Pineville. Um, it's in the golf village. Uh, that's the sign you'll see is the golf village about half a mile down from the uh, Mercedes dealership. Um, you can follow all our stuff on uh, Facebook and Instagram at Middle James Brewing. Uh, we have, you know, 14 TVs, a projector. We have the Sunday ticket, college football, college basketball, English Premier League soccer. So you name it. We'll, we have about every sports channel possible. So if you want it on, we'll put it on. What time do you open on Saturday? Uh, we open at 10. 10. Got- For all them English Premier League games. Exactly. All right. That's it right there. That's your That's your ticket. If you love football the English football and you want to go watch that's your spot. I bet that can get crazy. And I'm sure it will start to get that way as more people know it. Um, well, Michael, thank you so much for joining us on the brand builders podcast. It was awesome to learn a little bit more about middle James brewing. I love the name now. I can't wait to kind of tell people that that's neat. Uh, it's always interesting to, to, to hear what people name a brewery after, you know, being in medical sales, you have no idea like, Hey, now I own a brewery. <laughs> right. So that's awesome. But you guys definitely check them out. If you are listening to our podcast, please like, and share this, uh, go follow and, uh, and like, uh, middle James brewing as well. Definitely go check them out and also give the, uh, give the guy downstairs that does all the golf, give him a little love too. maybe buy a bucket of balls. So he'll, he'll enjoy it. All the money's going to, uh, to the good people over there at middle James and with the golf center. So thank you again so much, Michael, for joining us on brand builders podcast. I hope you guys have an amazing amount of success and I can't wait to go back and uh, especially try out this cinnamon beer. That just sounds damn delicious. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.